hey, this is Natasha. And Natalia Starr. And, and you're listening <laughs> to Matt's Science Party Hour. And the On the Riotcast Network. Ratcoast.com. Perfect. Oh, greetings, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who has given up pants and underwear for Lent, and the only thing that's risen is his boner. That's Jeff Clark. Hey, Puminati. Glad to be here today. Can't wait to talk to you guys. And... Beaming to us from his stinky rabbit hole, the furry, booger-eating bunny known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. So, Jeff, do you, does House Clark get each other Easter baskets? (laughs) No. No, me and Cheech actually went to the Vietnamese coffee shop for Easter. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Which is... It was all right. I don't know. It's been the same girls every time I go, which not a bad thing, aside from not seeing the goat. She hasn't been there the last few times I've been. And uh, the Masters kind of sucked. Basketball sucked. Baseball really hasn't gotten going yet. So, like, the sports weren't that good. It was just kind of, I don't know. It was just, it's almost like, uh, it's almost like sports are incredibly lame. You should try video games. Kind of lately. Yeah, no, they have been. So, uh, but it was good. It was good to get out there, see some, see some of the ladies. Um, so, how do often? Something on Easter. It's been a while since we've heard um, any mention of the Vietnamese coffee shop. Have you been going steadily? Or no? Just and sort the of. Goat has been there, or. You just mean in general, she hasn't been there since you started going back. I've probably went like once every, I don't know, three months, not very often. I want to say I was there somewhat recently and I didn't even bring it up on the podcast, but I'm having trouble remembering that. Uh, After I first brought up the goat years ago and saw her a couple of times after she went missing for like a good year and then she was there, one of the one of the somewhat recent times I've been, but hasn't been the last three times that I've been. So that's so there has, there has been a post COVID goat sighting. There has been. Yes. Okay. She didn't die of, she didn't die of COVID. That's good. Not during the pen. Not during the heart of the pandemic. Gotcha. When did, didn't we officially just get out of the pandemic like two weeks ago? I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't even, because like, they're not even really putting out numbers anymore. Because I think if people even bother testing themselves for COVID these days, they just do a home test and that doesn't go into any databases or anything. So they probably can't even really keep track of it anymore. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm actually, I want to get COVID again. So yeah. If there's any Puminati in the SoCal area currently suffering through COVID, 
um, please um, send us your address. I'll drive over there and just, you don't even have to leave your house. Just open up a window and hock a loogie in my mouth and I'll go home. I basically want COVID again. Um, cause I want to get, I want to get it out of the way before. Oh, actually I'm kind of tap dancing close towards announcement language here, but ah, fuck before it. you have anything that requires your extreme attention for three months or so. Yes. Well, um, basically. All right. So I'll, I'll, I'll spill some beans, whatever. Fuck it. Um, the John Cooper movie is scheduled to happen and it is tentatively scheduled for a shooting window of June and it's going to be two weeks of shooting, very quick shoot. And I would really like to get COVID again before then. That way it's just out of the way. My immune system is blaring and because I mean, if somebody gets COVID and things shut down, it sucks. If that person is the director, not a good look. So I would rather get it out of the way now, bounce back, hopefully, and then just go in there with a, you know, Jackie Chan immune system just kicking everybody's ass. So. I want to say that logic is retarded. I just, I, I don't know, you trying to get bad, um, bad luck out of the way early will probably just equal worse luck later on down the road. Maybe, but I mean, I got my, the, the last time I got COVID, which was my second, my second dance with it was in August. So that's, oh, just barfed in my mouth. September, October, November, December, January, March, April. So like seven months ago. And once you get, once you get over it, you know, they say you got a good eight to 12 months of immunity. So I'm starting to get to that window where I can get it again. And I can't fucking get it and fuck up the shoot window. That would just torpedo everything. So, I mean, I do have some, some concerts coming up, so maybe I'll get it there. Dude. Hey, you were at some some sort of concert yesterday. It looked like some. It, it was like a back backyard. I don't know, rager. What was it, going on there? It was one of the fucking coolest experiences. So Carl had never been to a metal show before, and she suffers through a lot of metal when we're driving around in my car. And her only complaints: she doesn't like metal bands that go back and forth between screaming and clean vocals. Because she thinks it sounds corny and mainstream poppy, so she's like, "I res- commit one way or the other." Yeah, well, no, she just wants the the screaming vocals, like the death metal growls. She's like, "I I can respect that." When people start mixing and singing, that's where it loses me. I was like, "Hmm, I like that take." So yeah, one, I don't hate that take at all. One of the the few bands that she can really tolerate is Ghoul, <laughs> and I was like. I know you have no interest in going to a metal show, but if you were ever to pick one to go to just for the experience, I would say Ghoul is the way to go. Because they all perform with, 
you know, burlap sacks over their heads with like blood stains all over the mouth. There's a lot of theatrics. They're they play basically characters on stage, and then other people come out in costumes and interact with them during the songs. It's yeah, it's like they took a page out of the Guar playbook. But it's it's fun. It's like it's like a really fun show. And even if you're not necessarily into the metal aspect of it, I feel like you could still enjoy it for to just to be like, yeah, I've been to one metal show. That's it. So she was like, yeah, I actually am kind of curious to check that out. So we go to this place, venue I've never been to before, and it's called Poor Kids Mansion. And I couldn't find a website. I couldn't find like anything about it. So I was like, I was literally thought I have no idea what to expect here. So we get to this place. It's at the end of a dead-end street in a residential area, like heavy residential area in East L.A., a little ghetto, and it's just in a backyard. And it was fucking packed with people. And it was... it was uh, Shuddy, you would have probably really liked the first band that went on, SMD. They, they kind of got like a park... A pu- park. Punk... Hardcore vibe to them. All right. Is that an acronym for suck my dick? I don't know for sure, but that's my guess. I don't know. I wasn't familiar with them. But this legendary thrash metal band, Hyrax, played before Ghoul, and that was pretty sick. But it was, I mean, in this backyard, and you look behind you, and you can see downtown, like the skyline of L.A. So it was just, like... And you know it, they they didn't have a license to sell alcohol, so people were just showing up with six pack six packs. And when we saw that, we were just like, "Oh shit, let's go get beer." So we we walked a couple blocks to a gas station and got got a couple tall boys and came back and crushed those. And Carl was shockingly into it. She really liked Ghoul. She get into one of the uh, mosh pits? No, and neither did I. Did she get any? Did she get any merch? She wanted to, but they were out of... She wanted large merch that she could wear around the house and wear to bed. And they didn't... They were sold out of everything large. So, unfortunately, no no ghoul stuff for her. But Shuddy, I was... I kept thinking the whole time I was there. I was like, man, Shuddy would fucking love this. It was just like the grungiest, gangliest looking metalheads. Like, pretty much a poser-free zone. Just like the truest of the true. And it was everything I wanted from a metal show. Like from now on, every show I want to see, I want to just, I, I just want it to take place in a backyard <laughs> where I could bring a fucking couple tall boys and catch a buzz. It was sick. That does sound awesome. Yeah, it was really fun. But, um, was she one of the few girlfriends there? I would say she was one of the few girlfriends there that aren't into the scene and the music. That's for sure. Did she look out of place? She, I mean, no. I gave her one of my metal shirts to wear. Oh, how beautiful! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it was fun. I feel like uh, Carl can assimilate well. Yeah, I mean, I looked over and she was like head banging to the songs. I was like, yeah, this is cool. And then some fucking yeah. wasted chick comes out of nowhere, throws her arm around Carl, has like a big ass beer in her other hand. And it's just like headbanging next to her. And I look over and I was like, oh, Carl made a friend. And the two of them are just headbanging together. And after about an entire song plays, this girl looks at Carl and goes, oh, shit, you're not my friend. 
and just like walked away from her. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you guys do any party drugs? No, but there were definitely opportunities. What held you back? Me being a bitch. Where, what was Carl's stance on the, these party favors? Yeah, she didn't partake either. It was just there. I mean, there. The, somebody had a copious amount of mushrooms, and not well, only that, that fun. but uh, many different types. And Sounds I was like, really "Oh fun. boy, if only I were like fifteen years younger and could actually handle my shit, I would have bought some mushrooms by the fistful and just crammed them into my mouth." But no, I'm, I'm an old due for bitch. a good mushroom sesh, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know what's. I, I think it's just my brain has just turned too much against me, where I can't have fun on mushrooms. Like my brain starts thinking and it goes straight to negative shit and then it freaks me out and then my trip sucks. It kind of blows, dude. It really blows. Because I've had some incredible times on mushrooms and I'd like to have more. But sadly, I, I, I think those days are behind me. I've evolved into a narc. Speaking of which, I kind of got a, a random brain question about this stuff. Oh, it's about this stuff? Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for today's random Random brain brain question. This is a a drug RBQ. It is. Do you guys, I feel like Shuddy has a better chance of knowing what this is, but have you guys ever heard of sassafras? The thing that Bugs Bunny says sometimes? Nope. I I only say Shuddy might know it better just because he has, you know, he has kids in, in, in their 20s that are, you know, they're young. So maybe they've brought this information into his domain. Nope. Is that when you... Did you just Google it? I mean, I other than the sassafras tree, I've not... Is this when you, that... like, piss and nut into an empty jug and leave it out in the sun and then you huff it after a few days? I mean, maybe that's what you do with the sassafras plant, but supposedly it's like organic MDMA. Mm. Yeah. It's supposed to be like, like ecstasy eff- effectively. I but mean, I think, I don't know. I don't know if organic is the right word, but it is natural. From a, uh, uh, it is natural. just from a plant. Huh? Which I didn't, I didn't, I had no idea what sassafras meant. I, if, if, Honestly, if you were to ask me beforehand, I would have said it means nothing. It's just like, it's like, bam, it's like pow. It's just like a word. But I don't know. <laughs> like it doesn't, doesn't really mean anything. It's like, it's like when Batman punches a bad guy and then that thing flashes next to his head and says sassafras. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gets all dizzy. It's like, oh, sassafras. Okay. <laughs> so they're using the oil from the sassafras plant to make and to make ecstasy. Yes. So do you have to get sassafras oil and ecstasy and mix it together? And now you have ecstasy. No, it says, uh, it's someone does that. 
It's methyl <clears throat> methylene dioxyamphetamine. Methylene dioxyamphetamine, MDA. So I, one letter away from M- MDMA. I, I read as MDMA when I was initially reading this, but yeah. As did I, clearly. Uh, it, it's a mild empathogen, which means it promotes feelings of closeness, affection, empathy. So ecstasy. Uh, I kind of need but, all those. Uh, but it is, as this article so eloquently puts it, it's not all unicorns and rainbows. So you can have a bad trip. Uh, it has not so pleasant effects that include fast heart rate, sweating, hot flashes, anxiety and panic, nausea, high blood pressure, sleep, sleep disturbance, Poor appetite, lowered inhibitions, hallucinations, jaw clenching. Are you on the DARE website? (laughs) And liver damage, (laughs) healthline.com. But I did see that uh, it could cause heart failure. I blame the sassafras. failed ones off of ecstasy. It happens, dude. It's just kind of part of the part of the whole deal man i thought my heart was gonna fail over the weekend at at the movie theater when i ate my weight in popcorn and cookie dough bites like my heart started beating all fast and i was like "Uh uh-oh am i about to fucking keel over right here today for lunch i ate almost a 20 piece and a large fry and i only pulled up three shy of eating the 20 piece because i was so disappointed in myself for eating that much that so I, you could have just powered through. I could, I was going to, I didn't want to, like I was at the point that I had the sauces I had opened were empty and I had to make a decision on if I keep being a gluttonous fatso and open another sauce or. I'm disappointed. You only completed 85% of your chicken McNugget challenge. <laughs> Well, I bought it with the intention of it being lunch and dinner. Oh, so my God. Ten, 10 for lunch and then 10 for dinner tonight when we were done recording. But I've kind of fucked that all up. Man, I hate to go all Murtaugh on us, but are we getting too old for this shit? <laughs> like, should well, we... Uh, candy or are we going back to sassafras? No, I'm, I'm talking about eating like... Uh fistfuls of cookie dough and chicken nuggets for dinner we should be i think we are getting too old for it but i feel like it is a pretty i don't know seamless and easy transition from our our past lives when we would do unhealthy stuff much more unhealthy stuff yeah because like well i don't know i'm feeling i'm gonna be 41 in a couple of months shuddy's already 41 like, are we already tap dancing in that territory where eating a 20-piece nugget for dinner with a giant soda is going to be drastically shortening our lifespans? Are we going to die, Shuddy? See, this is what I think about when I'm on mushrooms. Are we going to so, die? Don't answer that. 
Okay. Back to Assassin Press. This is getting depressing. So, as you guys know, I hate to bring it depressing again, but I can't get on OnlyFans. They won't accept my money. I thought you were close to fixing that. I was close, but then I got annoyed um, that there were more steps or obstacles before they accepted my money. And I'm just like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm done with this shit. Um, and I found workarounds. I found workarounds via the internet, via Reddit, sub, uh, via subreddits. Oh, wet melons. Yeah, we know what trouble that got you in last week. No, only the Patreon actually, people know. Only the Patreon people know that trouble. I actually got a statement from that person. Can I, can I read it real quick? Because the excuse that was given to me, I got to be honest, I kind of, I, I kind of fuck with it. It's like you know what? All right, that makes sense. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a understandable retort. Here it is. A lot of times, creators just report the folder for CP, which I would say children porn or bestiality, to have it removed. That's reasonable. You know, like it was kind of like, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Because you said that there were, I mean, this this is something we talked about behind the paywall, but I guess it's out there now. Somebody hooked you up with a link to, you <clears> said, <throat> terabytes of porn, correct? Yeah, terabytes, terabytes of OnlyFans of OnlyFans. Porn. Yeah, just an OnlyFans pirated booty. And one of, I'm guessing the models found out about this drive. So to get it taken down, they reported it for illegal shit. Because I guess if you say, hey, they're stealing the pics of my boobs that I'm charging people money for, authorities are going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll get to that. But if you're like, hey, there is a donkey having sex with a a toddler, they're going to be like, oh, we are putting putting a stop to this immediately. Yeah, we're seizing the IP address. Yeah. Thank you for the tip, wet melons. When he said that, it was like, yeah, fucking wet melons did snitch, didn't she? (laughs) She has such just majestic negatos. Oh, they're so wet. I would would go on a list for a couple years to spend 10 with her and her wet melons. That's how big of a fan I am of of the only fans. I'd go on a list for 10 years. Wait, no. Oh, oh. I go okay. on a list for two years to spend ten years with her. A government watch list for being a creep? Yes. <laughs> so so um, what? You're gonna you're gonna fuck her for one minute and then spend nine minutes apologizing? No, I'm saying no, ten years. I'm oh, ten years. Two, I thought you said ten minutes with her. Yeah, like she's gotta be like my 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 girlfriend. She's gotta be like I guess ten years is a little long. Yeah, but. ten years, holy shit. I need years of those new gachos at my disposal to make up for the however long I am on a, on a on a list. Well, okay. How different is your life going to be with you being on a quote unquote list for two years? Currently, not at all. I pretty yeah. much got, it feels like I'm already on some sort of list. So that's that's very generous of you to be like, you know what? I would take zero change in my life right now to be with wet melons for 10 years. Well, no, but like if you're on a list <laughs> and you have to go around and tell your neighbors, that might not be fun. 
Oh, oh, that's a completely different list. That a sex offender list. I thought you were just going to be on a government I, watch. I don't want to specify. I'm just saying certain lists <laughs> you have to. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I would be right, a child. We're in the weeds. We're I'd be, in the weeds. I'd be a child molester yeah, for two years just to fuck Anyways, her for ten years. Backpedaling to sassafras. <laughs> there, there is so. I have workarounds to find OnlyFans, stolen OnlyFans content on the internet. And it's simple, like Google search of their OnlyFans at, and then like a couple different websites. So I'll, I'll every now and then I'll go to the OnlyStands uh, podcast show. You, you ever hear of this? It's like a bar stool show where this fat kid like interviews OnlyFans models. And I was on the shitter, just like looking through, I don't know, there was some pop-up video or some video Barstool put on their main account that I saw. And then I went to the OnlyStands account and they have a bunch of thumbnails, right? With the hot chicks and they have like, I don't know, maybe uh, a caption. And one of them was fart in my face fetish. And I was like, I got to click on that. And it was this OnlyFans model who I haven't, I haven't looked her up through my little workarounds, but she said she went to a sex party. She didn't want to have sex. And she told them up front, they gave her sassafras. She said she was rolling balls. It was crazy. It was a good time. They weren't weird about her having sex, but one of the hosts oh. said he's got a fetish where he likes girls to fart in her face, fart in his face. And so she farted in this guy's face on sassafras. So wow. lucky day was, for him. She had like a fart. A, yeah, it was only a minute and a half clip, but it was packed with a lot of action, a lot of storytelling. And I learned you what Sassafras is, and I'm very interested in it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I almost feel like if I was in the mood to roll, I would find somebody who was selling ecstasy or Molly. I don't know if I would want this. You know, homeopathic version of ecstasy. I want the real well, shit. Well, sassafras might be the new thing, Kevin. Yeah. Oh, I hate new things. I'm old. Yeah, just give us fucking Molly and just let us be. What does a guy have to do to get some quaaludes? I remember when I first moved out here, Molly was new. Yeah. I mean, it was. it's always ecstasy, but, you know, it's kind of a different version of it. Yeah, I feel like we went out one time and I ate like two or three pills. And it like barely did anything to me. And I was like, eh, this sucks. Why am I on drugs and I'm bored? And I think it's just because, yeah. you know, we're used to the shit that you used to get in like 2000, 2001, which was like Drano, crack, heroin, LSD, and dog food stamped into a pill. <laughs> and we would just gobble them up and be like, what the fuck? Where the fuck am I? <laughs> And then all these fucking little hippies are like, hey, check this out, man. It's clean. And then you eat it and you're like, damn it. I guess I like dirty drugs. Can can someone <laughs> yeah. piss on this, please? And rub this around the in the urinal? Tar. Give me the black tar ecstasy. <laughs> yeah. that's, the one, that's the kind that I want. Back in the day when Four Loco could kill you. I mean, I don't know. Sassafras sounded fun. I mean, look, I'd give it a whirl. Who am I kidding? Especially if there's an OnlyFans content creator there being like, hey, hey fart in my face. Yeah. That'd be Man, cool. That reminds like, 
I follow this artist and he's always drawing like the same style, but it's very unique and really cool. And he does it all digitally. So sometimes it'll be, you know, um, a sped up video of like his whole process of doing things with a stylus and on an iPad. And then one day he just tagged some girl in one of the pictures. And I was like, I, he, he was like, yeah, this is the girl that I used as my model source for this one, which I'd never seen him do before. So I was like, wow, the, I mean, he does draw, you know, cute chicks. I'm kind of curious to see what this woman looks like in real life. So I clicked on it and of course she's a total babe and she's got, like a million followers. So I'm scrolling through her stuff and it's all very sexy and revealing. And this one picture of her was just so hot. And I looked at the comments and someone just commented on her picture like, please sit on my face and take a shit. (laughs) (laughs) And she fucking wrote back to him and said, your mom carried, carried you in her stomach for nine months so you could post this. It's just... It's like it's so weird how the the different ways people look at life. Like you'd see this girl and you're like, God damn, she's she's so cute, she's so attractive. And some guy is just publicly like, please shit on my face. <laughs> and the fact that she took the time to respond to it. I had a good laugh at that for like five minutes. Dude, that's like the next that's like the next evolution or the next step in like sexual identity. Like, you know how they have these, they have like the pride parades and stuff like that and transgender rights movements. They're going to have like fart and face fetish parades <laughs> a couple of years. For like, I, I don't know if there's, they're, they're going to have enough people to equal a parade. Like a furry, <laughs> a furry parade. Because I'm pretty sure that guy would be bummed out if that girl did in fact sit on his face and poop. Uh, maybe not though. I ran into a subreddit where some girl likes to get peed in her mouth and she'll like just kind of gargle it. Sure. It was not very enjoyable. I got out of there kind of quick, but I watched enough pee in the mouth videos just to confirm that that was what's going on. So <laughs> wait, wait a second. How many is enough? Is this, Jeff? Like three. I was like, wait, is she, is this literal? Is, is that apple juice? And I was like, oh my God. I you watched a guy pee in her mouth, and I was like, holy shit. After spending nine straight hours on this website, I have decided I don't like it. <laughs> After turning off to it twice, I've decided <laughs> it is not for me. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. Your mother carried you around in her womb for nine months just for you to swallow a piss. Yeah. Well, I mean, there already was that, that whole movement going on, and it was just an all-encompassing, like, hey, hey, I'm not here to kink shame. You know, that whole thing. Whatever kinks you're up to, as long as it's legal and consensual, consensual, ba-bam, thumbs up. You want someone pissing in your fucking face? That's cool. Don't piss in mine, but happy for you. No animals, no children. We're all good, baby. Yeah, let that piss fly. We're some real woke motherfuckers, aren't we? We're all progressive poop podcasts. Yeah, look at us. Don't let Outkick hear you say things like this, Jeff. Uh, Jeff, it's yeah. come to our attention that <sighs> you're okay with adults pooping on each other. Not a good look for our brand. We have to let you go. Yeah. I'm sure this podcast will show up on their radar eventually, and they'll have issue with a lot of the things that were said here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Although this is. I, I think this is a show that, that can probably 
get in trouble with any group. We don't try to. Yeah. Well, I guess the anti-argument or the argument against that is that if we offend everyone, maybe we shouldn't be offending anyone. Right. That's the kind of, that's the path that I like to take actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like if I give it out equally, how mad can everyone be? Probably pretty mad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying like the logic is airtight. I'm just, you know, just ripping here, just ripping with some friends. <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, I, I've I been, had something else to say, but I forgot it. God damn it. I've been shown some really weird stuff just from that one crazy lady that I follow that's like, she's like, check out this new video I just posted on Scatbook. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, man. What? Is that the girl who throws random things in her, in her orifices? Yeah. Yeah, she like poops in coffee cups and stuff, and it's just like, whoa. I'm glad. I'm glad you found your audience, dude. My algorithms are all Republican right now since I'm on an on outkick. Sometimes I'll reach out to my liberal friends and be like, "Is this something you guys are seeing?" Like San Francisco. San Francisco is supposed to be a fucking hellhole right now. It's supposed to be pretty terrible, but I'm not, I wasn't sure if that were just my algorithms or if it's really like dangerous. So I asked one of my buddies who used to live in San Francisco. He's like, yeah, it's actually not great. It's, it's not, it's not doing well. Like, all right, fair enough. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure it wasn't just like my Republic. Cause every now and then, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of conversation about the transgender stuff and I feel like that's just Republicans loving to riff on transgender things. I don't know how much of it is a thing. So I thought maybe the same thing with, with has happened with certain topics. And that's why I kind of run it by my group of friends. Like, should I be thinking this or is this just my algorithms? <laughs> well, my, my algorithm, I always give you guys updates on what Instagram is trying to shove down my throat and they keep like forcing me to watch these videos. Like every suggested reel is this like chubby Arab dude like slowly bouncing his belly out front of a restaurant and then some guy comes out with like a tray of fruit food and he's like smiling all big and they shove the food in the guy's face and he doesn't eat it. And then it ends. I'm like, what the fuck? The fuck is this? And I showed it to Carl. I'm like, do you get this all the time? And she's like, no. I'm like, why? Why am I getting this guy? I'm afraid to say this out loud because it's going to end up on your guys' algorithms and that's going to suck, but I'm just going to do it since we're here. I get algorithms of people or I get post reels of people my age that do like sing-alongs or they do like essentially TikToks and like stay at home dads or stay at home moms. And they just like fucking dance around the kitchen and fucking lip sync songs. And it you're just getting TikTok stuff. I mean, it's like TikTok stuff that's been put on Instagram or shared to Instagram and Facebook. I feel like, a lot of the people at home that are hearing this probably know what I'm talking about. People that are my age. I don't uh, want to say anyone specifically. I don't even know. Actually, I only know one of the girls handles, so I won't say it out loud, but man, these people are so fucking annoying. However, I got to be honest. I do think it's like, I am jealous when I get annoyed by these people. Cause like they have like really big social media profiles or following yeah. followers and they don't really do anything besides like sitting there, sit 
in their car and fucking do karaoke. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, when I moved like, out to LA and had already sort of kickstarted this podcast ahead of time, like I had, you know, all these pie in the sky dreams and visions of, you know, I felt like my whole life I've always had really funny conversations with my friends and just like, man, if only this was a show, if only this was was something. And the amount of work that has been put into MSPH over the past 13 years or whatever. And then this fat guy just goes out and slowly jiggles his belly while some smiling freak with a tray full of food presents it to him. That guy is just killing it with zero effort. He literally was just like, I have an enormous belly. I'm going to put on a shirt that's like three sizes too tight and wiggle it. Like, wow. The the overthinking of success 13 years ago. Start a show, come up with bits, games, segments, get guests. No. Apparently all you have to do is have a weight problem and shake your belly. And you're a millionaire. We did it wrong. Yeah. Or if we did wrong. Fucking limp sync and sync or backstreet boys. You'll just get cool five hundred thousand followers. Probably get like fucking paid partnerships and shit. Yeah, I'm scrolling through and it's back to my suggested reels. Of course, now that I bring it up is just now only showing me babes. It's like I was actually talking about this at the coffee shop with uh, one of the waitresses. She sat down and talked about how she's really into conspiracy theories. <laughs> this was a conversation she brought up. I did not start this. And she talked about how her like her favorite conspiracy. I was like, well, what's your favorite? And her, she said her favorite is the Illuminati stuff. And then she also had one where she's like, I don't know, like, I think. I think they could be listening or they could be tracking us. I was like, oh, that's actually like pretty much a fact. Like that is that is what's happening is your phone is recording you. And I was like, I, I like and the example that I made is like if I started talking about something like like a bed, like I bought a new bed frame or I bought new new um bed sheets, like on Instagram and Facebook, you'll probably see bed frames and and sheets, like sales advertisements for it just based on our conversation because your phone is actually like literally yeah <clears throat> recording that that is the thing i remember when we all watched that docu- conspiracy theory anymore remember when we all watched that documentary and they were like actually your phone's not listening to you the algorithms are just that accurate that they knew at that day and that time you were going to be talking about a bed like no no Fuck that. Occam's razor. They're fucking listening to us. How many times has it happened? There's no algorithm that could pre- that could have predicted that I was going to be talking about a bed and then show me a fucking bed ad. Now, I, I don't buy it. I do not buy it. And I... Uh, okay, so that guy finally showed up in my suggested reels, so I can show him to you. But um, Carl really likes that group Blackpink. It's like four uh, really cute Asian girls, just pop group from Korea and what you've never heard of Blackpink? No. Neither have I. Oh wow. They're fucking like massive. They they do like Who's the Who's the boy group again? BTS. B2K. Yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is it? B2K. BTS. 
BTS, yeah. Yeah. They're they yeah, they're like the the female BTS. They're enormous. And Carl listens to them a lot when we're driving around in her car. And one of the the performers in Blackpink, she has a side project as well, and Carl really likes her. So now I get all these reels of that chick, um, Lisa from Blackpink. And it's all these I mean, I'm not complaining. It's like clips of her twerking and stuff, so it's pretty hot, but like I don't listen to Blackpink. Of course she's old enough. Yeah, I don't want to end up on a list. <laughs> All right. Jeff. Look at this chode. You don't get this guy? He looks like a happy genie. But this is literally all he does. Now. He just like sticks his heels out. And the act I wonder of, why you get that. I don't I know. The, the singing parody. Uh, the, the, the karaoke people. And I look at them. Like sometimes I'll click on the post and be like, fucking why? And it's every comment on the post is like, get this out of my fucking feed. Fuck this guy. This is gross. I hate you all. Like it's all these pissed off people. Like get this off my fucking algorithm. I don't follow you. Why am I seeing this every day? You get the DJs? No. I get the DJs all the time. You guys don't get the DJs. Shuddy, tell me you get the DJs. On where is that? On Instagram. I don't, I'm not on Instagram enough to... I get Even DJs. Know what you guys are talking about. So, like, the top caption will be like, "How good was the '90s?" And then I'll have like a bunch of different songs and like a quick like playlist. And there's like a DJ who's like scratching, but I actually don't think they're doing anything. I mean, they're just like pressing buttons that actually aren't like. It's like when I used to give Cheech the Super Nintendo com- controller, and I would just pull it out of the fucking game. And he was young enough, too young to like know the difference. <laughs> and I would just, you know, just to make him feel like he's playing with me, but he wasn't. Um, that's what I feel like is going on in these fucking DJ Instagram uploads. Like, how good was the 90s? And they start playing all the rap songs and he's just like hitting it and just like this. And like, they do like the same fucking moves. It's like, dude, you're not actually pressing any buttons. Get the fuck out of here, dude. I mean, that's always been. It kind of reminds me of, I think it was like a Simpsons episode where Bart and Homer start a trucking company or some shit, and as they're driving the 18-wheeler across the country, Homer falls asleep, and they're about to drive off of a cliff, and then it goes beep, 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 and it turns it back in and stays on the road, and it turns out all all trucks are self-driving. So the truckers' union is like, hey, don't you fucking ruin this for us. Don't tell anybody. I really feel like the DJ union is like that. Like once you know enough people and you get to a certain level, they're like, we, yeah, that joke that everybody makes that we just hit play on a playlist and then just pantomime doing things, that's real. But if you tell anybody, we'll fucking kill you and your whole family. Diplo is going to come. <laughs> Diplo is going to go to your grandma's nursing home and smother her with a pillow. <laughs> oh, man, I'm seeing like a skit where you have like some up and young DJ who like is on the phone thinking about telling his friend the news he just he just heard and then he sees outside in the bushes there's like a dead mouth five fucking hat out there <laughs> like staring did you call him dead, dead mouth ma- dead mouth five <laughs> is it dead it's a dead mouse i always fuck that up yeah I, I know we did this like four years ago and i think i said the exact same thing and you guys made fun of me but i had it like <laughs> I obviously misremembered it. So, all right, whatever. The joke was good, though. Let's go back to it and pretend I said a dead mouse. Dead meow five. 
<laughs> I don't listen wow. to a lot of I don't listen to a lot of DJ stuff. Although I have been getting into the Calvin Harris Essentials playlist. Well, I mean, if you want a guilty pleasure, if you want to see Carl laugh her hardest at me for being an old man, it's when I call electronic music techno. I'd be like, oh, what's who's this techno song? And she'd just start laughing. Be like, you old fucking man. It's not techno. I'm like, yeah, it's fucking techno. But it is. It's techno. Yeah. You just don't want to call it that. It's like, oh, no, no, we're not supposed to call them homeless anymore. We call them unhoused. Like, oh, I'll go tell the guy out in Poop Slime Alley that. He'll be pumped. Hey, I don't have any food, money, or housing for you, but we don't call you homeless anymore. So you're welcome. It's fucking techno. You guys listen to techno. And what are your burnouts, homeless guy? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's techno music. And yeah, don't piss off Daft Punk, all right? Daft Punk doesn't do electronic. They do fucking techno. But I will say, if you see somebody scratching, I feel like that's for real. Like, I've seen Be Real. Like, you, were you, you guys were there, right? That Ellis Mania when Be Real performed, and he was like, oh, you weren't there for that one? Dude, it was fucking That was sick. Everlast that we were there for. I don't feel like talking about Voldemort. <laughs> but I, I will say that. People that scratch and stuff, like hip-hop artists, that I can respect. Scratching is fucking cool. But if you're like, oh, oh, do you hear that? He turned the treble knob down like the teeniest, tiniest bit. The song just got really good. (laughs) No! (laughs) It's fakery! Just like Shuddy's cough. Are you into Carl's electronic music at all like do you, does she put on stuff where you're like oh this is cool um it kind of some some stuff just blends in really the only music that i can't fucking stand is country music and ed sheeran <laughs> like if you <laughs> if you murdered right. country and then took country's corpse and beat ed sheeran to death with it that would be the greatest day of my life and sad music. I don't like sad music. What like like the ballad of an eighties rock song? Uh, like like how do you feel about November Rain? Skip. Really? really? I skip wow. November Rain. I like the solo, but it's too sad. I don't want to listen to it. I I skip. I, huh. I skip. I mostly skip ballads. Uh, uh, who who who's Titanic lady? Celine Dion. I will skip her entire no catalog. Too sad. Can't handle it. I feel that way about the Smiths. They're too sad for you? Like, that's very, like, you got to be deep in your feels to for the Smiths not to all drag you down to wanting to kill yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't need that. <laughs> I'm, I'm already almost there. I, I just need a nudge from the Smiths. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I... I mean, but I mean, as far as like pop music goes, you know, she listens to Dua Lipa and Doja Cat and the new Lizzo album. That's all good. I don't mind that stuff at all. But like sad music, country music. Even Lizzo? Hmm. Yeah, you know, when, when Lizzo first came out, I don't, I forget what her first single was, but I was just like, meh. Like, I don't hate it, but. I'm not going to go out of my way to to let those frequencies hit my ear holes. But her new album is is kind of funky. I like it. 
It's got like a bit of a Jamiroquai vibe to it. Okay. Everything you just said kind of went over my head. I don't know anything about Jamiroquai. Z sound more or less like Dead Mouth 5. Uh, Is it he? Pretty sure. Is it a group or is it just a one guy? Well, I think it's a group. And the, the lead singer performs under the name JK. But I think everybody just calls him Jamiroquai. But he's got the big the big hat. You've you've heard Jamiroquai, right? Yeah, I, I have. I've heard a song. And I can't remember which one it was, but I'm sure there's a few uh, Jamiroquai songs that I fuck with. It's kind of like funky disco type of music, and it's not sad, so I like it. Tell you what, I bust my buddy Brady's balls a lot because he goes to these like what I call purple pants festivals where they fucking. I don't know, probably take sassafras, dance around. He is motherfuckers wearing like a, a purple wig and has a mustache. And like, I like to bust his balls about it because, you know, I went to college together. You know, that's what I do. Um, but like whenever I go to his place, he'll like play like the, he'll have like these playlists on with this shit. And it's like, you know what? I don't tell him this, but it's like, it's kind of good. I kind of like it. <laughs> Is but that, I don't know what it is, is and it, I'm not going to ask him because then he'll know that I like it. And is it dead? Is it ruin. Is it dead mouth five type shit? No, I feel like it's more coastal. It's almost like almost like like background music for like the uh, surf demos is like the style. Whereas like like rockabilly. No, like, no. Beach, like Beach Boys, if if they had a distortion pedal, <laughs> maybe I don't know. It it just feels chiller. Like, and maybe this is all my perception, but like the the Steve Aoki's, the Alessos, uh, Dead Mouth Five, Dead Mouth. To me, that can't feels him. Yeah, can't forget him. It feels like that's more like rave, rage, like club ecstasy music. Yeah, you know what? I should tell Carl that next time she makes fun of me. Be like, look, in 2000, I used to go to raves and take real ecstasy. So I'm grandfathered. Not the uh, sassafras bullshit. That is the worst term I could use. I'm not going to say I'm grandfathered in. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're workshopping this argument Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. yeah. Help right. me out, Shuddy. What's, Get all what's this a, shit out of the way now. What's a better synonym for grandfathered? I'm tenured. Eh? Ah, still sounds old. Still sounds old. Fuck. Locked in. Locked in? Sure, I'll take it. Established. Mm. There we go. I almost said vintage, but like, ah, fuck, old again. <laughs> you're going in the same di- Yeah, you're paddling yeah. in the one constant direction, Kevin. I'd go with established or proven. I'm established, so I can call this techno. Yeah. I actually went to raves when people give you a flyer for the next rave. And it was full of all these chuckleheads. And there was some cute girl wearing a, you know, a Reese's Pieces visor with bracelets going up to her elbows. Yeah, I got a fucking guy wearing 30-inch boots, parachute pants, and a fucking wife beater. <laughs> Sucking on a pacifier. Yeah, with a fucking binky in his mouth. Yeah, back when back when men were manly. <laughs> wearing, yeah. wearing pink hair with binkies. 
<laughs> yeah. You doing this pronoun shit? You have time for it? Yeah. So too many drugs. <laughs> yeah, I'm making out with God knows who. Exactly. Oh man. Well, um, I have a couple. Uh, I actually have one. I don't know the, the adjective I'm looking for, but one. We'll just go big recommendation. And I gave sure. it to you this past week. Did you listen to me? I did. Shuddy, have you heard of or seen the Netflix show Beef? No. So, let me be the one to tell you this now. Because you need to hear it from a friend. It's an A24 production. I'm also not an A24 guy. You know that about me. You know, we see eye to eye on that. No, you're not an A24 guy. But this show, Beef, fucking rules. It fucking rules. And you need to watch it. And oh, it's, a, it's an A24 something that isn't horror. Yes. So it's probably pretty decent. And outside of the A24, like up front like that's the only that's the only like vibe that i get that's an a24 thing or the only like a24 stamp in the whole uh production but it fucking it fucking rules honestly like i know we don't really do dicks for shows and i'm only i'm seven episodes through it holy shit but i would give it i'd give it five dicks and i can't really because i can't think of anything i don't like about it that's how good the show is Kevin, what are your thoughts on any of that? So Carl and I, <clears throat> excuse me, um, made it to the third episode, and we're both really enjoying it. Fair enough. I mean, I haven't made it as far as you have, but it definitely keeps. It's basically um, Stephen Yen and Ali Wong get in a road rage incident, and it just spirals. And sort of takes over their lives. Like getting back at yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah, It gets and pretty if psychotic. Like, if you read the premise, it sounds pretty... It's simple. And doesn't sound like it's very complex. But the way, the way they tell the story, the way it's acted, all the different like subplots and storylines and tangents... Like the show, it's full. Like it's a, it's a fucking legit show, and it and it, it kicks ass. Yeah, they don't so, even yeah, necessarily a... spend endless amounts of time on their their feud. It basically just shows all the bullshit they're putting up with in their individual lives, and then it gets back to, oh yeah, I hate this motherfucker. I have to go get back at them. <laughs> yeah, like their life pisses yeah. them off so much that their only outlet is like pulling petty revenge acts on each other. Yeah, it's really it's really good. Um, it's yeah, Stephen Young is in it. Uh, Ali, what Ali else Wong. Has he, what else has he been in, Jeff? Walking Dead and Nope. Right, he's Greg in in Walking Dead, right? Mm, close, Glenn. Glenn, ah, fuck. What's a G? Jeff, Glenn, <laughs> Greg, whatever, same shit. But yeah, um, I'm I'm digging it so far. Ali Wong, see, I'm a little further ahead. And as you get into it, like the, I feel like the acting and the acting gets better and better. 
Like Ali Wong is fucking legit. Like she's a really good actress. Yeah. Which is weird because the only time I've seen her was her pregnant doing stand up. And that was actually really good. Yeah. Um but yeah, Stephen Young kills it. David David Cho's in it. Who's you know David Cho, right? Yeah. Yes. He's pretty much like a I don't know, not a household name, but he's pretty famous. He he does like a really good job. I've never seen him act in anything before, but he's good. Like the show fucking kicks ass. Or it's a ten, I think it's a ten episode season. The only first season down on Netflix just came out this past Friday, and they're all like thirty-seven minute episodes. So they would be perfect for TV, right? Uh, isn't like an hour long TV show usually like thirty-seven minutes of the show and twenty-two minutes of commercials? It's around there, yeah. It's fucking, it's fucking brilliant, dude. I love it. I'm a big fan. I'm probably going to finish it all before the end of the week. Yeah, I got to wait till the weekends to watch it with Carl, but we're going to get there. Fucking rules, dude. I, uh, check it out, Shuddy. So the movie that I went to see this weekend where I felt like I was having a heart attack from popcorn, butter, and cookie dough overload was the Super Mario Brothers movie. I, I just figured, you know, this is a, a movie that's going to make me nostalgic, take me back to my childhood. I want a big bucket of popcorn, and I want some fucking candy. And it damn near killed me. But it was worth it. Um, I saw... Because I, I, was, I was a little nervous going into it. I know everybody was picking up fucking Chris Pratt. Like, why is this guy get... Why does he have to be in everything? Why does he have to be every single character? Um, people wanted the fucking, the guy that did the voice of Mario in the video games to do the voice for the whole movie, which sounds like a good idea on paper, but I don't, I think it would get grading hearing this guy just constantly speaking full sentences doing the Mario voice. So I wasn't going into it like, uh, fucking Chris Pratt, me, me, me. I, I like Chris Pratt. The charming you know, guy. Like Jen, John Leguizamo? Yeah, he is pissed. Holy shit. Um, but I, what's, I, what's his deal? What's his what's his beef? I don't know. It seems almost like he's just pissed off that he wasn't included in the remake, or not, it's not even a remake in the fucking animated version. Um, but then he started. I think he was angry that the cast wasn't diverse. I don't know something like that. But that's what it was. Is that uh, I believe there were no Latinos uh, in the production. Hmm. Isn't Mario Italian? Yeah. How? I mean, I'm not anti-Latinos in Mario, but why would that be a thing? Well, I think Toad yeah, is a lack cholo. of diversity. Well, is what he says. The, We're not here to deal with that topic, though. No. Huh? Yeah, fuck diversity. Let's just keep it on Kevin Power through. The r- reviews were really bad, and it it is always you know. If you're looking forward to a movie and you're within a week of its release and reviews haven't been allowed yet, they're still embargoed, that's usually not a good sign. So I started sweating that. And then when the reviews came out, they were pretty bad. And when I looked at it, all the good reviews were coming from people that love Mario and grew up playing the games. And all the people that hated it didn't seem like they really fucked with Mario or Nintendo in general. And... You know, I'm the biggest Nintendo fanboy on earth. I have been since the 80s, since I was a little fucking kid. So I've played 
pretty much every Mario game that's come out. And this movie pretty much referenced every single fucking one of them. They might as well have just called it like the super reference movie. Because it just... It they it seems like they start, They had a massive checklist. Like these are all the things that have to appear and be referenced in this movie. Now write a script around it. Was Bowser in it? Yep, it sure was. <laughs> um, uh, Jeff's obviously been living under a rock for the last three days. Well, no, he's getting uh, he's getting Dead Mouth Five in his suggested reel, so he hasn't heard about any Mario stuff. Yeah, and golf equipment. Yeah, it's the only things that I see in my algorithms. Oh, by the way, quick tangent back to algorithms. I was scrolling through and saw this. Super cute girl in a in a suggested reel who had hmm heaving bosoms, to put it gently, and a tight fitting crop top shirt with no bra, and her dry hitting a drive driver drivering in super slow mo. So of course her bountiful bosoms were jiggling in slow motion. And I was like, you know what, for science reasons, I'm going to click this and see what's going on here. And it was a, it was a, a golf-related Instagram page. And all these like conservative dudes were flipping out, being like, this is sick, unfollowed. Like People were all pissed what? off. Yeah. Oh, that's nonsense. Yeah. They're like, what? <laughs> My family follows this page. Ooh, you're Satan, unfollowed. So you know I, I write for a, the, a fairly heavy Republican website. Uh, yeah. Like one of our go-to, like any, you know who Paige Sporanic is? Have you heard of that? No. Might have been the video you're watching. If you if you look her up, Paige Sporanic. Okay, let me. She's see. like this super hot golf influencer who's always got her sick Nugatos out. And Anytime she posts anything, not even like if she posts something, if she replies to a comment from trolls, we'll write about it. Like not her, but wow. fucking loves this woman. Like loves her. And I mean, she's hot. She's pretty awesome in that sense. But like, I don't know. I guess like older Republicans are getting on Instagram because the younger ones that, that I, I write for, that I, I deal with, they, oh. they would love this golf, this golf chick. Two days ago, Outkick wrote an article comparing Paige Sporanic with the girl I saw, Grace Grace Charis. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there was, yeah, a video of Grace Charis just doing a slow-mo golf swing, and people in the comments were fucking pissed. So, uh, hey, that's not my, that's not my website. It's not, it's not for my team, all right? <laughs> The kind of Republicans I roll with are cool with titties. Ah, all right. Well, anyway. I mean, come on. Back to I, Super- wouldn't, I wouldn't hang out with them otherwise. Back to Super Mario Brothers. Speaking of titties. Um, it, was, it was good. I enjoyed it. As a Nintendo fanboy, Mario fanboy, it was very fun. It's- Were there any references to Super Mario 2? Because to me, that whole game is like lost in my brain. Um, yeah, there were, because I believe Super Mario Brothers 2 is when they introduced the Shy Guys. Those little guys with the big, the big mask, but just like two circles and a thing for the mouth. Mm-hmm. 
So there were shy were guys. Mario Kart character? I don't feel like they were. An um, original one. No, I don't think in the original one, but in the current Mario Kart, you can play as a shy guy. But they they yeah. had them. They had. I mean, they made so many fucking references. They even the movie starts with a Mario Brothers plumbing company commercial, and they actually play the theme song from the Super Mario Brothers cartoon from when we were little kids that was like half, half spliced in with live action where Captain Lou Albano plays Mario. Like they just straight up ripped that theme song and put it in the Super Mario Brothers plumbing commercial. So right off the bat, I was like, oh, fucking sick. This is awesome. But it really is just the world record for the most references, Easter eggs, and shout outs in 90 minutes. Because... They zoom all over the place. It's like she meets Mario, and five minutes later, they're just like, okay, we're off on an adventure together. And then they go to Donkey Kong Land, and they're like, hey, we need your army to fight Bowser. And he's like, well, if you need my army, you have to fight my son, Donkey Kong. And then Mario and Donkey Kong fight, and then they get an army. And then they're all of a sudden, they're on Mario Karts driving on Rainbow Road to get back to the, the castle. And it's just like... There is uh, there's no time to sort of chew the scenery in this one because it is just... All right, we made this reference. Quickly, get to the next one! But even with the paper-thin plot, it was... The animation looked fucking great. It was really cool-looking. Jack Black was awesome as Bowser. Um, and I do think Chris Pratt did an awesome job as Mario. Like, everybody did good. Charlie Day oh, was Luigi. Um, and John Leguizamo was pissed. Yep. But I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed it. Carl enjoyed it. Not the greatest movie in the world, but if you're uh, a Nintendo and a Mario fan, you are not going to be bummed out spending 90 minutes watching it. It was pretty fucking good. When did you go see Mario, and when did you go to that heavy metal concert? The metal show was Saturday, and then we did a Sunday afternoon showing of Mario. Man, Carl's an angel. Yeah. I got lucky. She tolerates a lot of <laughs> stupid shit. You better watch all beef of it this weekend. We got through a couple episodes. And we both we both landed on the same score for Mario. 3.75. But hers is out of 10, right? <laughs> or did you already did you already rubric it? No, hers was a seven and a half. And mine okay. was a 3.75. A solid C. I'm bad. Look, if, if John Cooper gets an average of a 7.5 on IMDb, I'll blow a load in my own face. You heard it here first. I mean, from what I remember, that's actually a really good score on IMDb. Yeah. It's going to be hard to do on your knees. I can do it. I'll show you here. Some real loft on that load. Let me tilt the camera down here real quick. Yeah, like Knives Out is seven point nine. Let's see what Pulp Fiction is. Oh, Pulp Fiction. I'm gonna guess is at eight point four. Eight point nine. Woo! I, I think Shawshank is the best. Right? Isn't that like IMDb's greatest movie ever? Yeah, either Shawshank or Godfather Two. They're like above nines. Yeah. God, uh, Shawshank is 9.3. Godfather's 9. 
Damn. Wow, do they do better than Rocky? Yeah. Rocky's 8.1. The disrespect on this goddamn website. <laughs> How about Terminator 2? That's going to break your heart, probably. 8.6? Mm, I mean, I disagree. Good. It should be in the nines, but it's decent, I guess, comparatively yeah. speaking. All right, I know. This is the last one. I know I'm going to be pissed. What do you Armageddon. Like? Oh, no. Yeah, this is going to be... 6.7. Ah! You cocksuckers. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. That's fucking bullshit. Man. I tried like to put Ryan together... Those people are writing for IMDb now. I actually tried this weekend to put together a new game. Uh, shout out to Daniel Pellegrino, who hit me up and suggested a reverse letterbox D game where you have to try and guess the person's top three, but when you sort it by lowest score first, which is movies, it's a really good premise. The only give it a, well, the only problem is because I tried workshopping this a lot of times when you pick somebody and you sort their shit from worst to best, something that they had like a quick, It'll be like a movie you've never heard of that they were in for like two minutes super early in their career. Yeah. Like I did find a couple uh. people who I took screenshots of because this is a game we can do, but it's going to take a lot of prep work and we're probably only going to be able to do it once because most people don't fit the, the, the mold. Like when you look at their their worst three movies you've never even heard of them and they're from like you know late 90s early 2000s went straight to blockbuster and four people watched it and they hated it so instead of by popularity we're doing well don't cheat ranked first right yeah don't cheat i should have kept bruce willis you'll be all right i should have kept my big fat no i looked up bruce willis and it's all those movies he did you know, in the past five years that went straight to streaming and nobody ever heard of. So it's a game that can happen and it will happen, but you know, I gotta, it's going to be, I need a lot of actors to go through in order to get like, I don't know, maybe five or six usable people. You think this will come up before or after you start shooting John Cooper? I think before is, uh, a safe, a safe bet. Yeah. I won't hold you to it. Is that the only movie you went and saw? Yeah. But I'm actually going to, in theory, going to a movie today. I'm going to go oh, yeah. to the premiere for another A24 movie, Bo is Afraid. Did you find a plus one for that? I did. Who'd you get? Uh Josh. And I was going to suggest him. I mean, you only have like three friends. I know. So. It was it was a very quick list to go through because Carl couldn't <laughs> do it. Because she Carl really liked um, Midsummer and Hereditary. So she's been. So this is an A twenty four horror movie. Yeah, it's the it's the oh. same same guy, Ari Aster. But I don't think About it's that. necessarily horror. Yeah, I heard seen, it wasn't horror. It's just like a weird one. Yeah, it does look really strange. But yeah, Carl couldn't, you know, with work and stuff, she couldn't. Because it's not like, hey, I'm 
I'm a big swinging dick and I got invited to the premiere. It's like I got, I just happened to open my email when Letterboxd sent out a thing being like, hey, would you like to go to the LA premiere? Enter here. So I just real quick followed the link and I put my info in. And then a week later, I got an email saying, hey, we've received your RSVP. You're going to the Bo is Afraid world premiere in LA. And I basically have to get as much MSPH work done as possible and then fucking head straight over because it's not a guarantee. They, they just pulled a bunch of people that said yes and they have a limited amount of tickets. So when you go in there and check in, they give them to you. And when they're out of those, you know, they, they took more people than they have tickets for. So there is a chance I get there and they're like, yeah, everybody showed up mad early and you can't come in. Everybody point and laugh at the dickless freak. Yeah, who's not going to come into the movie? Yeah. Look this fucking retard. Everybody do the na-na-na-na, hey, 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 goodbye to this guy. He can't come in. You are not one of us. But yeah, I, I, don't, I don't even know if there's a, uh, there could be a, an embargo on it, so I might not even be able to talk about it next week. How would, how would that... Like, would they tell you before the movie started? Like, hey, be quiet? Yeah. They'll let you know, like, you know, don't post about it, don't review it, all that stuff. Huh. I think we break rules in this podcast, though. Hmm. Well, there's some that I can't Actually, break. Actually, can't and do I, that. And I always feel like if there's an embargo like that on something, it's usually pretty terrible. Well. Have you ever been to a premiere where there there was an embargo and it wasn't terrible, Kevin? Well, the only premiere I've ever gone to was Dinner for Schmucks. Oh, I thought you were... Didn't you see... Uh, oh, and I did go to the premiere the, for Willow. Adam Sandler. Oh, oh, Uncut Gems? Yeah. No, I don't think... Movie. I don't think there was an embargo on that. But you did go to the premiere, right? I had that right? No, no, it wasn't a premiere. It was just a... Um, they called Stern it Stern Screener, right? Yeah, it was through um, Stevie B. He he hooked me up as his plus one, but it was a term I had never heard before. It was something like um like a cocktail screening, and and I was like, "What does that mean?" And he was like, "I have no idea." So when the movie ended, we we're walking out of this theater, and there was somebody. They had it roped off, and they're like, "Just walk right this way," and it led into a room where they had people walking around with hors d'oeuvres and fucking you know, little bars set up with bartenders. So that was when we just sat there kind of awkwardly sipping drinks and watched Adam Sandler take account of every single person in the room and then noticed that we were like the last two he hadn't talked to. So he just beelined it straight to us and shot the shit for five minutes. Sandman. Epic human. Yeah. Do yeah. you when you're gay ass man my ties? I don't think so. I try not to order anything complicated. Like, oh, can you make it with uh, turmeric and then shake the dry shake the ice first and then a dash of art? I'll just be like, yeah, uh, fucking gin and tonic, please. Do you have a blender back there? (laughs) (laughs) Can you make a Shirley Temple with alcohol? I'm feeling a pina colada. Do you have a blender or like a little ninja bullet? 
I'm not going to lie. A pina colada right now sounds kind of delightful. Yeah, dude. We should go to that cocktail lounge again sometime. I like that. I, well, I want to make a trip to Long Beach this week. What? Yeah. Love that. I want to go to that that metal pizza place. All right. Are you down? On the weekend? What's the matter with you, Shuddy? I just hate when you guys just start talking about eating. Oh, yeah. We do that you a lot. You still got three chicken. Oh, wait, no, you threw them out. No, no, they're in the fridge. They're in the fridge. You <laughs> saved you them? them? You weren't that shameful. I may put them in my air fryer. Is Same that how you I'm... reheat them? No, I usually just nuke them and then scarf them down. Oh, you fucking savage. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty gnarly. You're a disgusting animal. Sometimes I just put them in my ass crack and walk around the block a few times and then just pop them in my mouth. Nice and seasoned. I don't know how microwaving is akin to using my ass cheeks to warm them up. Honestly, I think I would rather eat McDonald's chicken McNuggets that were reheated in someone's butt crack than a microwave. I don't know why, but McDonald's food reheated through a microwave just sounds so nasty to me. I feel like uh, this, I've it's it's fine. It's fine. Microwaved. I've let my McDonald's breakfast get cold while I was smoking a bowl and just chilling. And then I had to microwave it to get it to reactivate it. Running. It wasn't it wasn't nearly as good, though. So you got a point there. Yeah. Well, why don't we use some of our remaining time together to chip away at Mount Voicemail and do some voicemails? Yay! Let's see what our friends have to say. In the Puminati! Man, I can't believe the rate that these voicemails are still piling up at when we haven't given out the phone number in years. Wow, how far back are we? Oh my goodness. You should give it out today. At the end of the episode, throw it out there. I'm going to give out like somebody else's. I I'm going to give if out the listed. I'm going to give the voicemail out to Cumtown's um voicemail line. So you should just give it out to Jason Ellis or yeah, for Jason Ellis's show. Don't we get blamed for <laughs> Stop. I'm already living rent-free in his head, and I haven't even done anything. Stop it. Stop it, Jeff. Yeah, I'm so confused about that, but apparently Shuddy Boy is now in the crosshairs. <laughs> I like how this guy doesn't even know my name, and I met him once. Actually, a few times, I think. <laughs> hey, whatever. That's cool with me. I'm not the bad guy. Or right. am I? Let's see if this works. Come on, I'm looking in the camera all creepy. Whatever. Yeah, nice change of pace there, Jeff. What's up, guys? It's Pyro. I am listening to the Christmas movie bracket, and you're totally right. The Nightmare Before Christmas is both Halloween and Christmas. Like, Thank you. Usually what me and my wife do is watch it around Thanksgiving and kind of split the difference. But, like, I have the wreath that, that like, evil wreath with fangs, and that goes up for Halloween and doesn't come down until after Christmas. Because, like, it works for both, like, heaven's but Anywho, have a good one. Topical. The Christmas movie bracket. That voicemail was left on December 15th. 
We are just getting further and further behind. Shit. You're going to get a nice little birthday messages, Chevy. Yeah. You, you think? Should... We'll see. All right. Let's see what this human would like to say. Hey, boys. Tony and Wyoming calling. Shout out Jeff Suck a Dick. I'm only go aggressively. He said that. And play the intro. Unless I'm not first. Oh, this guy's like producing the show over here. He's like, and this is where you play the intro. Hit the button, Kevin. All right, I'll hit it. I'll hit it. Come on. Where did it go? Unplug the iPad first and then plug it back in. Baking with Jeffy Cakes, Letterbox D, Random Brain Question. Ah, Jeff Dick intro. What's up, bitch? It's time to find out what it would take for Jeff Clark to suck a dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, serve up that dick. What was this voicemailer's name again? Or... I don't know. It was like all garbled. Oh. Anyway. Ah! He's from Wyoming. Tony from Wyoming, I think. Oh, is that what he said? Oh, I fucking... God damn it. All right. It, uh, this app doesn't like it when you go back and forth. True. Here we go. Anyway, would Jeff suck a dick for everything he ever watched? Movies, sports, TV, whatever. All of it. Everything. For him and only him, it'll be in, in, it'll be in a different language, and he will have to watch with subtitles. <laughs> uh, you're gonna suck that dick, Jeff. Ah, <laughs> uh, you blew it, Call Tony. Shot. Yeah, you got too aggressive. You can't tell Jeff he's gonna suck a dick because he'd be like, "Oh yeah, jokes on you. I'm not doing it." Yeah, I can't read my mouth with the penis. That'll never work. Anyway, love you guys, Kevin. Love you too. Fuck them all, buddy. Hmm. Thanks. When's when Master of the Universe coming out? Later, boys. Oh, I don't know what that means, but... Jeff, everything you watch to... has to have subtitles because it will be in a foreign language. I almost want to suck this dick out of the cleverness of the question. Like, he deserves... a He deserves a penis in my mouth for the question. Yeah, it's not a bad one. That's, That's a well-crafted, a well-crafted question. But if I'm being real... I think I would rather read the subtitles than suck even one penis. I don't like the subtitles. I don't. But I also don't dislike it as much as people would think. Shuddy hates it. But now I that... have not anymore. Yeah, because now that you're watching tons of kung fu and kaiju movies. And anime. Oh, my Draven God. Is... Draven is pushing now for... He thinks that we're going to go Ghost in the Shell, and then he's going to get me to Akira. Draven's ultimate goal is to, with within the next couple of weeks, watch Akira. I mean, Hall of Fame well, 5 Dicker for you me. you to watch it, or he hasn't seen it yet? No, oh. get me to watch it. Ooh. His ultimate goal should be you switching your He-Man stuff out with Akira. <laughs> That's how he knows he's won. 
I mean, Akira is one of the first anime movies I ever watched when I was like 13, and it fucking blew my brain apart. Yeah, I figured that would have been like early on your on your rewatch. Yeah. Uh, I saw it when I was like 14 or 15 and hated it. It's mm. a weird-ass movie. It's definitely weird. But, I mean, I rewatched it a couple times a year, and Carl, of all people, is kind of actively pushing me to watch it with her. I, th- I feel like after our Japan trip, because she always used to, she always makes fun of me for like, oh, you suck Japan's dick. You're a Japan fanboy. And like, yeah. Did a- she say that? I may have took some artistic license, but <laughs> she's basically calling me a Japan stan. And after uh, a weeb cracker, a little bit, but I did, I did let her know that she is also a weeb because she's not Japanese. So, she has watched anime that she's enjoyed, so by textbook definition, she's a weeb. But anyway, after going to Japan and coming back, she is constantly bringing up, like, fuck, I miss Japan. God, I want to go back. I want to go back. And I'm like, aha, see, you made fun of me so much. You make your first trip back there as an adult, and you have a blast. I told you it kicked ass. But yeah, she after Japan, she wants to watch Akira now. I don't know. I have a feeling you're going to like it, Shuddy. I think with a more open mind, and it is, it's fucking strange. It's a really strange story. And it goes, especially at the end, it just goes off the fucking deep end. But I think at this point, you'll you'll be a fan. I'm actually kind of curious. I hope he forces you to watch it very soon. I committed that we'd watch Ghost in the Shell this week. It's a good one. The only thing I don't like about Ghost in the Shell is the music. They do this thing many times throughout the movie where it's just like, and it sounds like a peacock getting strangled. Oh, I can't make that noise. Oh, yeah, I can't do that. That'll be the last time I try to tard that tune of the Ghost in the Shell theme. Oh, it's got me all fucked up and emotional. Take, <laughs> take it away, next voicemail. Oh. Yo, MSPH. Uh, Kevin, do you like Flesh God Apocalypse, the band? They're playing in fucking March, San Diego, Brick Up Brick. Oops, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, yeah, I do. I do kind of like Flesh God Apocalypse. They're um, an Italian metal band, and they're sort of like uh, operatic in nature, if you will. And when they perform on stage, they all kind of look like pirate ghosts. They've got like weird, tattered-looking Victorian-style garb. I don't know they're cool. I, I can't like listen to one of their albums from start to finish, but. I can find enough songs on each album to make a playlist and, you know, rock out to some Flesh God Apocalypse. Let's go. Who can, anyway, you know? Dude, have you guys ever heard of a Reese's Crunchy Snack Cake? I just discovered this gem right now. It's like a, it's like a brownie version of a fucking Reese's Fast Break or something, but it's got a little bit of nutrageous in that shit. 
there's crunchity crunchities in this shit and it's a soft cookie bar there's two bars it's beautiful it's glorious Jeff please find this and snack attack this Reese's crunchy snack cake come out Reese's crunchy what what's the last word snack cake I believe we have had these before I've, I think I've done the Reese snack cakes before, but I don't think I've ever tried the, the chunky, the chunky version. Reese's chunky snack. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we've had these. The ch- I don't is, think they're is chunky, chunky that different. I'm not seeing chunky. I'm seeing crunchy. Crunchy. Okay. Yeah. No, I see it. I see it. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? In all honesty, I was a little let down by those. They didn't taste the way I imagined they would when I put it in my mouth. It kind of... I don't know. uh, The brownie wasn't what I wanted from it. I'll tell you what does rock my butthole when it comes to Reese's stuff is the Reese's Big Cups. They have a Reese's Pieces one. They have a pretzel one, but the best one is the potato chip one. It's basically just a big fucking bulky son of a bitch peanut butter cup with pretzel bits woven into the peanut butter. And it sounds stupid. It doesn't sound all that appealing, but... Wait, you said two different things. You like the pretzel ones more or the the potato chip ones? Potato chips, I mean. Yeah, I might have gotten my wires crossed in my brain. But the potato chip ones are elite. Okay. I love the potato chip ones. I forget what I gave them on Snack Attack, but it was a pretty high score. But I feel like I, because I, I, I feel like I was at Ralph's one time and I texted you a picture of these Reese's snack cakes. And I think you were on the same page as me. You're like, oh, yeah, I've tried it, but eh, it's kind of meh. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't even remember what my score is, but I, I, I think that I kind of agree with you where they were. A little underwhelming, yeah. Um, compared to expectations, which are huge for Reese's. I mean, they're, they're one of the goats. So, yep. What about you, Shuddy? You ever have any encounters? If I'm if I'm being honest, I spaced out. How high are you right now? Well, just lie. I'm, I'm pretty high. Well, I can. I don't even know what you guys are talking. I wasn't able to glean enough. From yeah, and Reese's. I I don't. I can't connect to those two fucking dot. Like I'm trying. (laughs) I don't know. Reese's snack cakes. I've encountered a couple times. You know, mixed results. Sorry. I think I know what you're talking about. Like we have. Let's see, Reese's snack cakes. I was I was just eating a cosmic brownie. Also, so that's kind of. Cosmic brownies are a dumpster snack that I enjoy. That's exactly what they are. Why are you saying negative things about cosmic brownies? Because I, I, I have, little Debbie just are amazing. It's a little a, Debbie, right? It's not Hostess. I don't Correct. know, yes, but I have a feeling Debbie. if you look at the ingredients of a cosmic brownie, the number one ingredient is going to be Play-Doh. That they just taste. Like a chemical reaction and not a food. 
but it does get let's just say I got out of the pool and it's a little cold. If I eat a cosmic brownie, my dickhead will make an appearance. The turtle so, will come out of its shell, so to speak. Enriched bleached flour is the first ingredient. Sounds wonderful. Uh, and then corn syrup and then palm and soybean oil. <laughs> those are oh. the top three ingredients in the cosmic brownie. I th- also think those are like the the most top three cancer-causing ingredients that can be in food. <laughs> Jesus, what a Debbie Downer. What a little Debbie Downer. Nice. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's do one more. Hi, welcome to Mad Scientist Party Hour. <laughs> all right, one more. That was all that was? Yeah. Do you know who it was? Mad Scientist. Um... I'm sure if I compare phone numbers, I could figure out who that was. What part of the country are they from? I don't know. What's 847? Area code. Let's see. Illinois. Oh. All right. It literally could be anyone. Yep. I have no idea. All right. Moving on. This party hour. What's up, my dudes? Loving the show. Look forward to it every week. So Thank I had you, this friend. dream the other night. That I was out to dinner with Kevin and Jeff. I don't know where you were, Shuddy. Probably at home staring at your He-Man sneakers and jerking off or something. Anyway, so we're out to eat, and Kevin is, like, just completely dissatisfied with his meal. It's, like, ruining the night. Um, And the thing he ordered was some sort of ho-ho type of cake that was, like, wrapped up with cream in the middle. And in the very center of it was a raw shrimp. Like, shell on, legs, tail sticking out the back. And Jeff and I, you know, we were eating, I don't know what we were eating, but we were enjoying our meals. And we just kept going, like, Kevin, why would you order that? That sounds terrible. Why did your psyche project that on me? Jeff is the shrimp guy. And I, mean, I remember I saying... I like shrimp. I don't think I like shrimp more than you. I mean, I do like shrimp cocktail. And I have that, that, that one drop. But yeah. I think I'm a pretty average shrimp enjoyer yeah but i feel like if you're if you're an msph listener and you have an msph related dream why would shrimp stuff be projected on me i think more of the thing that he might get to or is about to get to is maybe you're a picky eater or you would have worse luck in a service situation situation excuse me situation I mean, I feel like I do get a an unfair rap for being a picky eater just because I don't like onions. Because Jeff, we all know that you do eat onions. So if you go to In and Out with Jeff, it's going to take him fifteen minutes to list all the ingredients he wants taken off of his burger. And I just don't want onions. I have a very, I have a very particular order, but everyone should have a specific personalized in and out order that's kind of the whole thing with them yeah and if you're dating in in southern california if you don't know your significant other's in and out order are you even in a relationship (laughs) no absolutely not yeah 
You guys are not together. Exactly. She's fucking another dude if you don't know her <laughs> in an outburger. Yeah, and she knows what his order is. Oh, yeah. In the dream. Yeah, they didn't even take the front legs off. Like, somehow. That's gross. That was Wait, how the many, offensive part. I don't how know. How many Anyhow. legs do shrimp have? Take a guess. I, honestly. How many legs do you think shrimp have? I, I, my guess was zero, actually. <laughs> I've never seen a leg. It's a one thing. It's a one body. I think shrimp have six legs. That's just a guess, though. But I at least know they have them. Ooh. You're guessing that there's six legs, but yeah. you know that for a fact that a shrimp has a leg. Yeah. More than one. How do you know that, though? If a shrimp had one leg, that would be hysterical, but I'm pretty sure they don't. Are you talking about those little tentacles? It's not tentacles. No, tentacles are like squigglies. Legs are the legs are usually removed. Uh, not a Korean barbecue. It feels like. Oh no! The, the if you get shrimp at Korean barbecue, it comes out like begging you not to eat it. <laughs> that is true. So, Shuddy, do you have the answer? I do have the answer. The magical shrimp. Hold on, answer? Let me make an official guess. <clears throat> No, you your said, official guess was zero. You were well, no, very, I didn't, you were you were very confident in that that they had no legs, Jeff. That's you aren't they like fucking that worms? I'm told that they have legs, and we make another guess. Well, what if I'm stupid? Well, I, it's already been established that when it comes to shrimp anatomy, I'm dumber. So just let me take a guess for shits and gigs. I'm not a fucking shrimp scientist. I'm going to go, I actually am going to go with an odd number. I'm going to go seven legs. <laughs> it's, fun to, it's fun to say that. Well, and, by the rules of the game, I, Jeff wins. Yeah. Oh, bullshit. Uh, because, yeah. Because they're decapods. Ten? Ten legs. Wow. Of course, ten, you dumbass. You heard him. He said decapods. Yeah, and we all know that deca means... Seven. That would be a septipod. All right, now you're just showing off. We go through the meal, and Kevin's just kind of picking at it and complaining about about a shrimp cake the whole time, and Jeff and I are tooling on him, and we leave the (laughs) restaurant, and Jeff, being a gracious host, says, hey, why don't you come back, and and we'll smoke a little ganj before you head home. And I, I wanted to go hang out with you guys, but Kevin was just so bummed out from... His meal, his disgusting shrimp hoe, and uh, I just felt too bad. So I said, you know, you know what, you guys go ahead. You know, I'll catch up with you next time. And I left. And on the way home in my dream, I realized that I totally forgot to thank you guys for buying me dinner. And uh, I just wanted to call and say, Kevin and Jeff, thanks for buying me dinner in that dream. That was mighty nice to you guys. I appreciate it. You're welcome, and you owe us one. Kevin, sorry you didn't like your meal. I uh, told Kevin that I'd Venmo him, but I actually never Venmoed him. <laughs> Next time, you know, maybe let Jeff order for you. He seems to be have a knack for a snack. Uh, Shardy boy, I'm sure wherever you are, you're doing the best you can. So good luck with that. <laughs> anyway, that's all. Just wanted to share that with you guys. Say thanks for dinner in that dream. And uh, Oh, before I forget, Kevin, I guess it's probably going on St. Patrick's Day by now, but you really should give Bad Santa another watch. That movie is so fucking good. Bernie Mac is awesome in it. The whole thing with the kid and the advent calendar 
and Granny trying to feed him sandwiches. I mean, every every scene in that movie has some like really good funny element to it. It's I, I think of it as like the Big Lebowski of Christmas movies. So do, give it another wow. watch. Anyway, thanks for doing what you guys do. Keep it up. Peace. Your name is Thurman Merman. <laughs> I didn't know you didn't like Bad Santa. I thought you did. I do. I I'm, I just don't think it's like a five dicker. Peace. I like how in the dream you ordered a shrimp cake, and they I brought know. you they brought you a fucking a cake with shrimp in it. Yeah, I I ordered a ho ho with a raw, still in its shell shrimp down the center, and then it ruined I mean, shrimp, everybody's night. Shrimp cake's delicious, or maybe it's fish cake that I usually have. That Vietnamese, I don't know. Probably fish cake. One of those two. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for. Your voicemails, always appreciated. If you guys wouldn't mind holding off for a little bit so we can catch up, that'd be sweet. Why even say that? I don't know. Maybe. They don't listen. I think, I think if anything, you just kind of inspire them to leave more voicemails. Yeah, probably. Leave us more voicemails, for God's sakes. We don't have enough. <laughs> exactly. It's reverse psychology, baby. Let's try it. Uh, but if you guys need more MSPH in your life, please check out our Patreon. We put a ton of hard work into it. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Tons and tons of stuff. If you've never joined up with us before, you get access to all five years worth of content and more. So check it out. Ma- uh, Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff Rowe Records. And at MSPH Podcast, if you would like to see these videos minus the Easter egg uh, post theme song and theme song, youtube.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. You can check out Jeff's sports betting show, Outkick Bets with Jeff Clark. Yep. Republicans like sports bets too, guys. All right. <laughs> Water's warm. Even, even you Democrats can jump in. And Shuddy. Uh, what is the merch? Merch-a-roo, if anybody would like to get themselves fucking uh, iced up in some sweet MSPH drip. I'm all gone dot com slash collections slash MSPH. We've got the all-seeing poo design up there right now, and we are in preliminary talks with Mr. Alex Wilson for a new shirt. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. That may be themed around something we spoke about at some point during this episode. Hmm. What do you think it's going to be? Sassafras? Wet melons? Shrimp? Who knows? I love a wet melons shirt. A shirt that when you put it on, it just looks like you have a pair of big, heaving, wet breasts. No, I was just thinking maybe the logo. Uh, all right, is that it? We got anything else to promote, yeah. Shuddy? Nope, that's it. We out? We're officially out? We're officially out. We did it. Victory! Thank you for listening, friends, but until next time, something! Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh... Come on, come on.
Oh my God. Finally. Yeah. Thanks for finally joining us. Shut up, shutty boy. Meow, 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 meow. I'm still super quiet, huh? I think you sound fine. I can hear Uh, you. I can hear you, but it's a little quiet on my end. Yeah, I feel like it just... This new setup on the MacBook just... Doinks me right in the poo hole. The poo hole? (laughs) You're all dark, too. I know. Let me see here. Let me see. Can this fucking guy do anything right? I know. Jesus Christ. Fucking thing just exploded. Check, 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 check. Dork, 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 dork. I have chewed my fingernails for as long as I've been eating my own boogers. Well, longer now since I'm a reformed booger eater, but still bite my fingernails. <laughs> Got it. As long as you're eating something weird. I love me a fucking Not that I dog. eat it. I just, I bite them. It's ner- It's like a nervous habit. It's real what you, bad. What are you so nervous about, Shuddy? It's just like... Gremlins. In the work van, so when I drive, I bite my nails instead of... Weren't you at one point free from the grip of big tobacco? Or wasn't never? also just talking about the grip of big tobacco there, buddy. Smoking pot's addictive too, Kevin. I uh I only smoke like four or five cigarettes a day. It's not but bad. Being in the car for long drives, it does I mean it's not good either, but oh. uh that's been the hardest part about cutting down is not smoking while driving. I have fire. Fire. <laughs> um, Shuddy, may I have record permission? You may. Crawfish, Parker? shrimp, it's a foodie. Oh, never mind. I apologize, Parker. It's not you. Sorry. That was nice that you explained that to your dog. Recording in progress. Skadoink. Mm-hmm. Recording in progress. Pwamp, pwamp. Meow, 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 meow. Pwamp, pwamp. Meow, 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 meow. Me smoke some pot. You do? Fucking anxious. Yeah. Sports stuff? Yeah. Work stuff. Tax stuff. Life stuff. Virginity stuff. (laughs) It's not... Not really heading in the right direction in several avenues. (laughs) It's time time to switch it up. No one on the incel message boards will respond to me anymore. No, the incel boards is actually being overran with uh, mm. 
Never mind. I wonder where he was going that it caused him to pull up and bail out on that joke. Yeah, I'm a boring. I don't feel like pissing anyone else off or dragging anyone down into my depressionville. You better not fuck him, fuck with him today, Kevin. Yeah. Just I'm this fucking close. I'm this fucking close to going in my bed. Just taking this out on little mama's butthole. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh mom, I'll come over there and smack your tatas. <laughs> that would really get a surprised look out of her. <laughs> yeah. It always freaks her out when I do that. Man. I feel like the first show or two that we did when I started using the MacBook, the camera feed looked okay, but now I'm back to just looking like a fucking... I think it looked fine. I think your lighting kind of sucks, but yeah. that's more it's of also, an apartment thing. Yeah, it's also a different time of year than it was a week ago. Like, the sun is in a different position now than it was, and we're recording earlier than we did. Yeah, how did the sun move so much? I don't know, but it pisses me off when it does that. Fucking stay still, son! Never will. Never does. Man. Uh, Masters fuck me right in the ass. I've just been getting weird in golf lately. It's really fucking my psyche. Fucking bullshit. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, meow, meow. Hmm. 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 Fucking piece of shit thing. Get the fuck out of here. Too many things auto open on my stupid computer. Makes my eyes sad. Mm-mm. Fuck right the fuck off, Miles. I'm not holding you today. <laughs> God damn it, Miles. Does Miles have a middle name? Dumbass. Not not really, no. Uh like when he's in deep shit, you don't go full name, full government name. Miles no, Teller. Because Miller. the second I raise my voice, he goes scurrying. He doesn't even like when I sneeze. I don't like it when you sneeze. Uh, and football season was really tough. I think he's really happy that Miles Sanders is no longer a Philadelphia Eagle. Because you're always like, God damn it, Miles. Why did you miss or that when touchdown? He was, was doing a big run and I'm screaming, go, Miles, go, Miles. And then Miles, the dog, runs into a wall. And then he goes running like he's getting yelled at for being in trouble. How did Miles Sanders do outside of the Giants? I feel like 90% of his yards came against the Giants. 
I mean, this year it was actually a really good year for him. It's a, I'm bummed that they didn't bring him back, but they don't want to pay for a running back. So, you know, I get it. Yeah. Those don't have a lot of value anymore, allegedly. I mean, who am I to say? Guys, what are we going to talk about today? Um, I was kind of hoping you were thinking about signing up for ballet classes or something so we could talk about that. No. I wouldn't cut it in the ballet world. I don't know. You are a graceful basketball player. Used to be. Not lately, I'll tell you that. Uh, My chubby ass has been having real uh, trouble getting up and down the court. No, good. Way to bring up something else that's bringing him down, Kevin. Yeah, good job, Kevin. Fucking cocksucker. I got a random brain question. It's not that that random, though, I guess, but somewhat random. I think I'll be throwing you guys a curveball. I love those. Yeah. (laughs) Much better than fastballs, especially inside fastballs. Yeah. You know, my thumb still (laughs) looks gross. Like, that scar is still, like, so raised up and, like, red looking. And I, I don't have, like, the exact mobility that I used to have. Well, you need to do physical therapy. Pfft. All right, well. Do you need professional physical therapist for a thumb, though? What if you just, like, go like this? No, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying he has to go to, like, a, you know, a sports doctor or anything, but he should probably be doing some exercises. They yeah, put get it a in stress ball, dude. They put it I mean, in my mouth. Carl should thumb wrestle frequently. Crawled whoop your ass. Yeah, probably. All right. Let's see here. Uh-oh. No, go ahead. Finish your finish your jab. No. <laughs> no. It wasn't even that good. You probably stopped me from saying something lame. Uh all right, are all systems go? Yeah. Insert the keys. Begin to turn. From Los Angeles, California, for the Mad Scientist Party Hour. 